gratitude. Well, it is Thanksgiving. On the next Dare to Be Better. With Ray and Sam. In three, in two, welcome kids back to another episode of Dare to be Better. With Ray and Sid. (laughs) Ray and Sid, insert laugh track. (laughs) We have our own. I like it. How you doing? I'm great. You are in a good mood today. Mm -hmm. Because you already told me that I get a break. (laughs) Yeah, I already scheduled the break. So I'm like a horse back to its barn. That's it. We're just biding time until the next break. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to gorge ourselves tomorrow, being Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot to be thankful for. Yeah. I am thankful for you. I'm, I'm thankful, thankful for, for you. I'm thankful for our mutual families, mm-hmm. that they have us, because <laughs> we're just such prizes. And uh, we're thankful for all of you, of course, for tuning on in week after week and tolerating us. And uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know why you do it, but I'm glad you do. (laughs) Me too. And this week, fittingly, now this topic comes up a lot, but this week it means a lot more because everyone is reflecting on what they're grateful for. Mm -hmm. The word is gratitude. But what is gratitude? I mean, gratitude can mean a lot of things. And sit down, okay? Brace yourselves. Sydney. Sydney's gonna take a drink and then she is going to offer <clears throat> input on this. She has an opinion. She has something to say about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know you didn't see that coming, but uh, why don't you tell us at least um, one interpretation of what gratitude means to you? Okay. <laughs> Did you see me take a deep breath? She's ready. This is going to take a while. I'm going to I'm going to go get a cup of coffee because this could take a second. You're not going to need me. I'll go for it. Okay. Oh my gosh, it's weird. It's weird. It's already a phenomenon. People are uh, getting T-shirts. You know, coughing coughing Sid dolls for Christmas. Oh, we need to get on that. Okay. Okay. So my dad, it's we just we just freaked them out, but that's okay. (laughs) Because they're they're looking online going, where's the coughing said doll? I'm on uh, daretobebettershow.com. Like they really want and more I, yeah, of that. Exactly. Uh, a little, go for it. <laughs> the little talking Sid doll where you take the batteries out and she's still talking. Ooh. Oh, jeez. That's creepy, isn't a it? A creepy Sid doll. I mean. Jeez, we had um, an Elmo doll. Uh-huh. Okay, I don't know what happened to him. Oh, st- wait, wait, wait a minute. You're not going to tell me. Go. All right, go ahead. Elmo. Okay, Elmo, one night, scared me to death. Get up, and there's Elmo. He's talking. This is like Halloween, but I have to keep going. So it freaked me out. So I took the batteries out of the stupid thing. You know. You know what I'm going to say. I know. I wake up, and I hear that same freaking noise. 
now I'm scared to death, right? And I barely, I, I get myself brave enough to go out to find Elmo in the same place I put it. And his little feet are moving. We have batteries. No, there's no batteries in there because I took them out of it that right. same night. This wasn't cool. We told people this was going to be a Thanksgiving <laughs> show and we're scaring the living piss out of them. Okay. Anyway. Okay. No, this I'm going to tell was, you. That was a left hook. That was a sucker punch. Wait, are we doing, you, did you say Christmas or Thanksgiving? No, we're not. No, we're not doing Christmas yet. We're not going to be those people <laughs> who are rushing okay. Christmas. It's bad enough that it starts like the second <clears throat> Thanksgiving's over. They don't even wait anymore. No, they don't wait because in Utah. Yeah. Sometimes they'll do it um, around. Um, what is it when you get treats? Trick, Trick or treat. treat. Halloween. Okay. Knock it off, people. Wait till December. Even Stop before it. Halloween, you'll see Christmas trees. Knock it off. Stop I it. I know. It's ridiculous. What are you going to do? Get a real tree in your house, and by the time it's uh, Advent, the thing is dried up and ready to catch fire? I don't know. It's crazy. Knock it off, please. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I'm so. telling the story of gratitude. Right. A dad's story. So one day, he owned, he was Mr. Concrete. Right. He. Ronnie Hall. Ron Hall. Owned his own. Would he, would he be okay with me calling him Ronnie? Would he his mom me? only called him Ronnie. Okay, but she did call him Ronnie. Okay, Ronnie. Ron, Ronald when he was in trouble. Probably. Yeah. yeah, Ronald when he was in trouble. Then Ronnie. Every time we'd go over there, even if he's a fifty-year-old man, Ronnie. Mm -hmm. When I heard Raymond, I knew I was in trouble. Uh huh. When I heard Raymond Edward, I was in big trouble. Yeah. Raymond Edward Paworski Jr. I leave town. Right. You just better skedaddle. Yeah. No, I'm just getting yeah. my passport stamped. I'm not coming home. No. Sorry, I didn't mean to okay. interrupt you. So, uh, one day he owns uh, he owned a concrete company. Well, it was a, a fly ash, fly ash. And let me just tell you a little bit about fly ash. I it's, don't know what fly ash. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. a right. additive that goes in for, to concrete. Now, by the way, concrete, concrete and cement are different. Mm -hmm. Cement is this mixture it mixes and once it hardens it becomes concrete so any time someone says i'm putting cement in wrong wrong you are going to put concrete in you don't want cement cement is a mixture so anyway i knew this because my friend worked for blue circle yeah it's an it's a real irritation so right. we had fly ash that would go into concrete it of course would be mixed in in the cement and when it became concrete, the fly ash. So, okay, anyway. I'm intrigued because I have no idea how you're going to tie this in with gratitude, but I know you will. <laughs> so, anyway. Take the fun. Yeah. He would mix these different additives. So, if it's wet outside, there's an additive to get that mm -hmm. concrete to seal right. or to harden, whatever. Dry here in New York is going to be different than Utah. Okay, fine. So. That's fascinating. Uh-huh. And it's really fine like um even more fine it's like powdered sugar that's okay. what it feels like, like confectionery sugar mm -hmm. gotcha mm -hmm. fine <sighs> okay so uh now i show up one day and he says to me dj come back into the warehouse so i go into the warehouse i mean it's one of those really long 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 warehouses and i'm following him and he walks me all the way back to where the garage door opens because it's probably was long enough to get two semis in maybe mm -hmm. two and a half so i walk all the way to the back he takes one of those big brooms that's really long right with a handle right and he hands it to me and he goes with the steel bristles the ones yeah. for the concrete yeah <clears throat> i need you to sweep the 
the warehouse. Sweep the warehouse? He goes, yes, you need to sweep the warehouse. It's like the size of an airport mm-hmm. hangar. Yeah. So I begin to sweep. And I see, I'll remember this forever. I watch him walk away. I can tell he's, he's listening. Mm-hmm. I'm sweeping. He walks all the way down. He gets to the end of the garage, almost into his office, and he stops. Because he's listening to me sweep. Turns around. And his head is down as he's walking back to me. And he walks back. <clears throat> he takes the broom. And he goes, now listen to how this sounds when I sweep, when he does it. <laughs> then he turns around, takes my hands. He doesn't say anything to me. He places my hands up on the broom and lower on the broom. Then he gives me that dad like push into the ground. Feel it, DJ, push into the ground. Push. Put your weight into it, yeah. Push. And he says, do you hear the difference in the sound of sweeping? I'm like, yeah. And he goes, look at the difference of the the dirt that was picked up here compared to what you did back there. So I'm looking, and he says, DJ, we need to learn how to have gratitude for the things we have. And he says, I've worked long and hard to put food on the table for you and your sisters. I've worked long and hard to own a company, a and, and he had to work hard to own this company. It was a, like a mom pop type mm-hmm. company, right? Sure. I've worked long and hard to own this company. And your mom has helped me. And there's a thing about gratitude. And as much as it seems like it's just sweeping, it's not about sweeping. If we're going to have gratitude, this, he, he said, this warehouse has to feel you sweep it. So it knows that you have gratitude for it because it is clean. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. And he says, so you, and I had was doing it so fast. <laughs> of course, you wanted to get it done. I got, it was almost to the middle by the time he had walked himself down to his office. He goes, I'm sorry, you have to do it again because you need to feel, which I think is interesting, mm-hmm. you need to feel what gratitude feels like when you sweep this warehouse. It was wow. beautiful. I was mad. Of course, yeah. But what I remember, I remember that. And... I had to go all the way back, and I couldn't make little short passes because I knew he was going to come back. He was going to look at my work. Right. That's you can, my you can, story. You can see the, uh, you know, the bristle marks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, I knew. And he could just hear it, you know. Yeah, because I was just like, you know, very. Yeah, across the floor <laughs> like a butterfly. <laughs> like a butterfly, and I was taking one, you know, all the way around and back. No, no, no. His, it wasn't that way. And I will remember forever how it felt when he took each hand individually and he put my hand up on the the post, what is that, the broom handle? Handle, yeah. And he squeezed it. And he goes, do you feel it, DJ? You got to, you got to grasp. Become one with this broom. Yeah, you got to grasp the broom. Grasp it. Push into it. And I just remember thinking, this is so ridiculous. This is sweeping. We're sweeping. Come on. We're sweeping. Mm-hmm. Unreal. That's and my like, story of gratitude. Yeah. I didn't know how you were going to tie in <clears throat> gratitude with that, but you never disappoint. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated that he he wanted me, though he was the one working so hard, mm-hmm. but I was the one benefiting, right? Of course. Because I was being fed. and Clothed and, yeah. And he and my mom had to work like two or three, four jobs just to feed us and let me play soccer and let me do gymnastics because I was never told no. I was never told you can't. No, I was told no if I want something ridiculous, right? right? But if I was showing hard work and 
and diligence and doing what I need and going to school and getting good grades, then my parents would do whatever they had to do to put me into activities. So he just wanted me to know, this is why you get to play soccer. This is why you get to do gymnastics. And if, if this place needs to be swept, you need to sweep it. Not just flit around like a little butterfly. The only story I can match that with, and I might have told this story on the air. I, I know I tell it all the time when people ask me about how I got my musical start. Mm-hmm. But uh, my mom and dad, as you know, divorced when mm-hmm. I was about six or seven. You know, again, way before it was fashionable, like your parents. Well, your parents divorced later. Yeah, 33 right. years. Okay. No, my parents were married maybe eight. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, so that was enough. But um, my mom was single and she was, you know, struggling. Mm-hmm. She was going back to school to get her beautician license. Oh, good for her. Okay. In the meantime, you know, you had to feed us and we went to Catholic school. So we needed uniforms and tuition on top of everything else. Right. And in the first grade, I had a uh, nun. Catholic school. Okay. She was one of the teachers. Before she went into the convent, she was a concert pianist. Really? Yeah, she was a little, little thing. She was not even five feet tall, real oh thin, size gosh. zero. Okay. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. skirted, you know, scuttled across the wall, very, very timid. Mm-hmm. Scuttled? What does yeah. that mean, scuttled across the scuttled, wall? Scuttled, you know, like just kind of like hugged the wall when she walked, you know? Oh. Kind of disappeared yeah. into the, uh, you know, yeah. in the scenery. Okay, keep talking. I just have to. And uh, no problem. Okay, so just, sorry. I'm so sorry. Not a problem. These chairs. Could you talk to the producer? Oh man, get the, get us some real chairs, please. This is this is unacceptable. <laughs> We're gonna go on strike if this keeps up. Okay, I'm ready. But um, you still look adorable. Don't worry. <laughs> but um, so she, you were saying she scuttled? No, well, she was just a very very you know <clears throat> timid woman. Mm-hmm. But um, she made her point, and she was assertive when she had to be, mm-hmm. and she was old school. Yeah. And I mean, you know, she was already like retire retiree age mm-hmm. in nineteen seventy six, seventy seven. Wow. So yeah, she's long past since, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But um, she was a piano teacher. You know, mm-hmm. she would teach the kids in the back of the class, and I guess she would give us all the aptitude to see who knew what. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I wasn't taking lessons at this point. This was like the beginning of the school year. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting at my desk for my mom to come pick me up from school Okay. while she was giving piano lessons directly after school. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening every day. You know, I'm listening to the teacher give lessons. And uh, one day, out of nowhere, I said, sister, I said, uh, I don't mean to be rude, but your piano doesn't sound good. And she's like, what do you mean, sweetheart? She goes, this, the, one of the keys doesn't sound good. And she goes, I, I just got this professionally tuned. That's impossible. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she waited till I left, and she went over, and she checked the keys and with the two new fork, and she's like, it was Sure right. enough. I was maybe, it was maybe a quarter step out. Wow. Just, just Look enough. Look at you. Uh-huh. Or enough where the average person wouldn't pick it up. Right. But the tuning fork picked it up. Mm-hmm. So she grabs my mom and says, get in here. She says, uh, your son has perfect pitch. Oh, my god. My mom's like, what's perfect pitch? And she explained it to her. You recognize any note, you know, produce any note off the top of your head. She says, I have to give him piano lessons. Mm. He has perfect pitch, I believe, is one out of 10,000 people. Wow. That recognize that they have it. Now, not everybody recognizes they have perfect pitch, so it becomes more rare mm. in the music world. Mm. 
So even people who are professional singers, you'll hear people say, give me an A. They hear the tone and they can start the song. Right. That's relative pitch. Okay. Somebody with perfect pitch can just start a song. At and that perfect, A, right. without someone playing Or the recognize note. the note. It's it's twofold. Wow. So um, my mom is like, I don't have money for piano lessons. We're just getting by now. And she said, mm-mm. She, she, she would have said, posh, posh. Posh, posh. And she said, you pay me when you can, if you can. He's taking lessons. Oh I'm not going to hear gosh. no. This is this kid, you know, it's rare. So I sat at the piano and I, she taught me the notes. She says, this is the C, this is whatever. And now we went back and we reviewed it. And I had it all verbatim, remembered it, perfect retention. And the stuff that I was listening to in the back room, I was able to kind of like just formulate, you know, six or seven notes. Right. And she was just like floored. She was like, wow, you, wh- how did you learn this? And I said, I was listening. Mm. So she said, she, he is taking lessons every Wednesday without wow. fail. And my mom, of course, you know, paid when she could, as mm-hmm. she could. And at the time, the lessons might have been 3 $4. It was just, you know, just to whatever. Right. But I got the book, and I, I was book trained. Wow. And, uh, of course, when you're six, seven years old, you don't know what kind of sacrifices your mom is making or, you know, what this teacher went through to impress upon my mom. Right. You know, how important this is. Right. So... You know, I took piano lessons for three, four years, mm-hmm. got better. I was able to teach myself guitar later on in life, taught myself bass. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, my whole musical career, which I've been doing for 35 years, wow. professionally, I owe to that teacher <clears throat> and my mom for um, just insisting that I move yeah. forward. And anytime I think about a tough date on the road, you know, like, oh, this this date is BS. I don't want to be here right now. You know, I think about anybody who'd want to be on the road in my place, mm-hmm. making the pittance that I'm making, just the per diem or whatever. I'm bitching about making a couple hundred bucks for a date. You know? Yeah. I think about, and when I do this on stage, too, I think, I bet half these people in the audience would kill to be me right now. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they care about the trappings of what's going on off stage, I'm getting to do something really cool. Yeah. And I get paid for it. Yeah. And I have this because two people made a lot of sacrifices for me. Right. And, uh, you know, I try to think about that every single performance, whether there's eight people in the audience or 80,000. Right. And, you know, it really humbles you to think that you have something because other people insisted that you have, right. you know, a better life, a better anything. Just this is going to enhance them. I know it. Mm-hmm. So... Anytime I have a thought of, you know, quitting music, which really wasn't ever the case, but like I said, you have a bad night, like, oh man, how long do I want to do this? Mm-hmm. You reference that. Yeah. And you go, well, I want to make my mom proud. Right. Both my parents. My dad right. was a singer. He okay. had musical aptitude. <clears throat> my mom was the one who really, really pushed for the career, though. Right. So. See, that's fantastic. And you know, wait, sorry. Yeah. So... You know, what gratitude, gratitude first, because I hear people say, no, I'm really grateful, but gr- gratitude is not something you say. Gratitude is something you feel. And so, demonstrate. Yeah, you feel grateful, like you feel, there's a little bit of being humble, there's mm-hmm. a little bit of a warm feeling, there's a feeling in there of, um, I wouldn't have this if right. if not for whatever, Right. Because I do think people get confused on gratitude, and it's not something you just 
Like when someone goes, oh, thanks. Right. Because I say this to my girls all the time. Oh, thanks. Mm, no, 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 no. But I said Not thank you. No. No, you didn't. Mm-mm. There's a feeling. When, when someone says thank you, I said, first of all, you look at them in the eye. And mm. you feel, you got to have the feeling of gratitude, which is being humble. It's feeling grounded. It's feeling hopeful. And it's feeling peaceful, you know? Then when you say, oh, my gosh, thank you, Ray. Thank you. That's gratitude. Oh, thanks, Ray. Right. Not gratitude. No, it's one is passing. One is almost dismissive. Mm -hmm. So they can move on to the next thing. Right. It's obligatory or you can really, really mean it. Mm -hmm. I told you um, the thank you cards were absolutely customary with my Mm -hmm. dad. And uh, see, my mom pushed the creative side, Mm -hmm. you know, my and and she was a disciplinarian. So I was dad. Mm -hmm. Uh, But dad made sure. That uh, we appreciated everything. That's so beautiful. It might have been yeah. basic. It might have been, look, you ate today. There are people in the world who didn't eat today. Right. Think about that. Next yeah. time, like you said with your daughters, they're bitching about, I don't have Wi-Fi in this house. It's terrible. I don't, yeah. they didn't have whipped cream on my, uh, <laughs> my, on my macchiato. Yep. Yeah. They did, ran out of pineapple syrup or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there'd be somebody, <clears throat> like you said, back in Manila, who would be licking tuna cans and be yes. happy for it. Yes. As we're sitting here bitching about there's no pumpkin spice at Dunkin' Donuts today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's relative, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, it is. Mm. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. It's, it's now just part of the show. <sighs> okay. Anyway. They love so, coughing, Sid. Um, it is. I, I just really want to make that point that it's more than just saying that you're grateful. And it's the affirmation thing. It's more than just talking about, well, I have this and I'm capable of doing that. And I'm grateful for this feeling. Feelings are what attaches the return to you, whatever the return is. And those feelings, whatever sits deepest in you is what you're made up of. And whatever you're made up of is what your soul connects to. And whatever your soul is connecting to is what it brings back to you. So if your life is not filled with things that are uplifting, inspiring, things that are fulfilling, you may want to consider what you think about when you don't think you're thinking, what you ponder on when you don't even know you're pondering, and what your deepest belief is. Because whatever those things are is typically why your life is the way it is. And then once you figure that out, if you can figure out how to feel grateful you're going to find that life is going to bloom more often that's true you know i want to want to acknowledge something because i want you to realize we do read our email Mm. Mm -hmm. and i've been told that gratitude comes up a lot on these shows and i wasn't sure if it was a praise or a criticism or what have you but they said you know it seems like gratitude is is almost a, a constant on this show but if you think about it daring to be better how do you get better one yeah. of the building blocks of getting better mm-hmm. is being grateful mm-hmm. so i just wanted to address that mm. we do know that it comes up a lot and we try not to be repetitive we try to make sure that we cover everything but understand you know gratitude and grace and um honesty i mean these are these are just things ways. that connect yeah, to exactly. everything it's part of that whole dna strain or however you would mm-hmm. describe that yeah I'm clearly not a scientist. 
I know you're yeah. wondering. And, and now they know, right. <laughs> but uh, I just like to let people know that we're paying attention. Oh, yeah. We're not just uh, sitting here in a bubble. <laughs> Sid is coughing in this bubble, and uh, I'm catching him as best I can. That'd oh be a great game, gosh. wouldn't it, for an app? Sid coughs, and I have to catch them with a catcher's mitt. Look at this. We're just giving these ideas away. Oh my People are going to run with these. If I see this online, I will come after you guys for a piece. <laughs> but uh, to wrap up Thanksgiving, um, mm. what are your plans for Thanksgiving? Eat a lot. Eat I a lot. Eating so much. I like to eat too. <clears throat> okay, my where do, where favorite. Where do you put it? Because you just, you just <clears throat> like, you always look fantastic. You well, just roll out of Ray, bed and you look amazing. You are just so sweet. It's your eye. See how he's wearing glasses? <laughs> he has an eyesight. No, if I do this, you'd have a you'd have a case, but uh, <laughs> well, now, now there's now there's four of you. of you. Wait, yeah, it's very sweet of you, but I do. I turkey, turkey. <clears throat> well, cranberries real has to be real cranberries. See, now some people like it out of the can because it has the shape. It's just weird. Oh yeah, I don't like the shape. You like the homemade cranberry mm -hmm. sauce, okay? Um, mashed potatoes. Oh yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> The gravy yeah. on them, mm -hmm. and then homemade rolls. That's all I need. Then oh, I'm gonna man. dunk those homemade rolls. Gonna shove the the turkey and the cranberry and the uh, gravy on it, and then I'm gonna dip it in my mashed potatoes. Look Sit at you. and do that over and over and over for days. Yams. Yeah, but yeah, <clears throat> the yams have to have the marshmallows on top. You like it with the marshmallows? Yeah. To me, that's overkill. I get it. I understand why people like it, but it's not my jam. But mm. hey, I don't judge. What do you What do you like? Well, of course, you know I'm a turkey guy. I don't eat a lot at Thanksgiving anymore. Mm. I, you know, I, it's weird. It's almost like I eat less. I'm that. Oh, I'm I that jerk off that loses weight over the holidays that people hate. Yeah, I know. Because I just think maybe I'm cognizant of, hey, I'm just going to pace it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm filling up on, like, nuts and things like that are out. Ah, so by the time the food comes around, I'm not hungry. So and one I, piece of dessert. Um, what's your favorite pie? I don't like pies. None? Not really. If I have to eat one. <laughs> if, I if I have to, to eat one. Look, I'm going to twist your arm. Have a dessert, damn it. If I have to eat one, then I want it has, has to be fresh, sweet potato pie. Really? Mm -hmm. You sure you're not a southerner? No, I think I am. I think so. <laughs> Man. You're yeah. Not, you're not a Filipino girl from the islands. I you're know. a you're a white girl from the south. I know. <laughs> How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Okay, so tell me yours. My favorite pie? Uh coconut custard. Oh, that is nice. I, I try like anything to like pumpkin pie. I don't know what it is. Mm. I just I like the smell of it. I like the idea of the flavor. I like pumpkin pie flavored things, but the pumpkin pie itself, I don't mm -hmm. know. Maybe it's a texture. Because it's a little but different. I like, but I like the coconut custard, though. And it's mm. similar. Mm. Um, I love apple pie. Mm, me too. With ice cream. Pecan pie might be my second favorite. Mm. It's way sweet. What about um, fresh strawberry pie? I can't eat strawberries. You can't? Are you allergic? No. I think so. Oh. And I just don't like the taste of them. Again, another thing I tried mm. so hard to love because... Who doesn't want to like strawberries? Yeah. Chocolate covered strawberries or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like strawberry quick or strawberry milk, strawberry ice cream. Sure. Strawberry mm. milkshakes. Mm. Just not the real thing? I, I just can't process it. I don't know why. Mm. I love them. Yeah. Oh, I love cherry pie for a person yeah. that says she doesn't like <laughs> That's about the third or fourth pie that you rattled <laughs> off that you would eat all by yourself. <laughs> Sid, can I have a piece, please? And I don't ever even bring up sweet potato pie. <laughs> 
I I'll like cherry pie too. I like most. I love lemon pie. Yeah. We're making everybody hungry right now. Day before Thanksgiving. Look at this. Oh my god. We'll look at this over the Thanksgiving week actually. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm grateful for all of it. Um, in church, we actually get a loaf of bread. Really? That they give us. Yeah, they bless the bread and then they give it to us. Wow. And we take it home. And we're supposed to break the bread before you eat. And uh, you know, that's just. Uh, one of the really cool customs, especially at, at my church. Wow, that is very cool. And we cool. have a full band, so it's a little more progressive, you know. Yeah. We try to try to have fun. But, um, yeah, Thursday afternoon, everyone's asleep with mm. their pants unbuttoned. Yeah. And they're full, and they're, okay, it's time for pie. Make oh, some room. gosh. Yeah, you got to wear the pants with the elastic or the other button that you can take, let your it's pants out. great day. <laughs> All we do is eat into a coma. I know. Oh, but, gosh. Uh, and football. And football. There's a, uh, well, they used to, oh, go for it. Okay, go, go ahead. We used to watch the monster movies, too. Well, maybe that was the next day. That was the day after. Monster? What do you mean, monster movies? Monster or monster? Not the monsters, but the monster movies. They would show, it was Friday. It was the day after. We were home from school, and it was usually King Kong. Oh, those kind of monster movies. I, I think King Kong might have moved to Thanksgiving Day. I don't know. It, it was over the weekend. The 1933 mm. classic. Mm. Then a Godzilla mm. movie after that. And yeah, interesting. That's yeah, the the things I think of when you think of like you know hmm. Thanksgiving as a as a child, yeah, and the memories that come flooding back. It's pretty cool. What's your favorite childhood memory from Thanksgiving? Well, aside from uh, being uh, taught how to sweep properly, well, I always played soccer on Thanksgiving Day. Really? Because we were playing so much soccer, and probably one of the my favorite Thanksgiving dinners. Is we were out at a tournament and we went to Denny's as oh, a wow. as a team. Had to be cool. And sat and had Thanksgiving dinner. The only thing I felt bad about is the fact that these people were serving us. Right. That that and I was young then. Mm. I, but and I you still were already cognizant of that. Yeah, it was like I'm though we're surprised. having a great time. I I was like, but these people should be with their families, you know. But yeah. I'll remember that forever. We always played a tournament on Thanksgiving when I was younger. Oh wow. For years and years. So. Those were the best. Uh, those were the best. One year, it wasn't my favorite, but it was just, it stands out because I was that little kid who uh, just had to have things a certain way. Mm -hmm. I'm still OCD, but when I was a kid, your life is a little bit simpler. Mm -hmm. And we went out, we just decided we we're going to go out one year for Thanksgiving. Nobody was around. We didn't want to cook. We went to a restaurant or a diner or something. And I remember my stepdad and my mom ordering something other than turkey. And I was mm -hmm. like, this can't, no. This can't happen. This can't happen. This is just untenable. No. Huh. How can you come here? It's a sacrilege. I said, yeah. I'm getting turkey, <clears throat> just mm -hmm. on principle. And they had like a hamburger or maybe ham sandwich or something. I don't know what they uh. ate, but I was appealed. Yes, I'm appalled I was as I'm sitting here. She's appalled for me. Uh, and it was 50 years ago. Yeah. I, I can't let it go. I'm like, how dare you eat something other than a turkey dinner? Unbelievable. At a restaurant where you have a choice of anything you want. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> Just rude. Guess what? Mm. It's time to eat. We blew for 30 minutes. Yahoo! It's time for a break. Okay. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening. Seriously, thank you for all year so far. It's been a young mm -hmm. year, but uh, we got a lot of stuff ahead. Mm -hmm. So that's both a promise and a threat for you out there. We appreciate you. We really do. Yeah, we really do. If we can offer one mission statement, it's Dare to be Better. With Ray and Sid. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Hey, thanks for checking us out. 
If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to this channel and please tell your friends. We'd also love it if you headed over to daretobebettershow.com for tons of cool photos, extras, and a chance to shop for some sweet show swag. <laughs> say that five times fast. I could barely say it once. If you keep coming, we'll keep delivering. Thanks again.